0: Welcome everybody to another edition of the Gwintelligence Intelligence podcast an off-season edition which we said last episode we hate and despise <laughs> the off-season and I still hate and despise it but so much has happened right wow we we're not we're not just going to throw some episodes out there like those Jacuzzi fellas uh, to talk about uh, every possible scenario because most of the scenarios are, are are frankly dumb they're they're dumb and they're a waste of time dumb right? dumb dumb like I listened to our beloved Ben and Woods they just have to fill. I mean, they have to fill time, right? They are going through it right yeah, now. Like, they haven't sunk to the level of Woods doing analyses of, of whatever he watched on Netflix yet, right? The Woodsies Wabbit
1: Hole. Uh, well, they did do the semantics thing today for, like, ten I, minutes uh, where they just went back and forth yeah. over whether it's this season or last season or next season right. or something else like that. Just so they don't have to talk about any more traits in it. But that was
0: only ten <laughs> minutes. They still <laughs> had, like, two hours and 50 minutes still. Right, exactly. <laughs> just brutal. Whew. So where do we leave off? Oh, it's the manager talk. That was the worst. The manager talk was the worst. Because it would be people laying out these scenarios for different managers, as if, A, managers matter that much.
1: Well, we actually, the last time you and I sat down, Bob Melvin was still the manager of the Padres.
0: That's right. Wait, did anyone make an incredible prediction that Bob Melvin wouldn't be the manager last year? Did did someone do that? It seems like at that time, contemporaneously, everyone (laughs) was like, ha, this shows that the media lied. Because uh they all said that they couldn't work together, but look, they're working together. In fact, AJ said that they're not only colleagues, they're friends. And he'll be right there on the dugout in twenty twenty four. They were like, He said it. Yeah. It must be true. I Take like,
1: that, Lynn. I like that uh Tony Gwynn Jr. tweeted the uh that, that meme of the guy with the Chicago Bulls, you know, in the back, like, uh ah, see yeah. Yeah, that that deal. Yeah. Yeah, after after I, it was Bernie had uh, tweeted one of AJ's quotes about that everything is fine and yeah. dandy with Bob Melvin, and then like four days later,
0: that's weird. It seems yeah. like there was only one uh, one local source make <laughs> with the courage and freedom to say this. There was no fucking way he was coming back here. <laughs> no, at the point that he didn't show up to the stupid Zoom press conference, which he could have done anywhere. You know, if he was sitting on a beach in the Caribbean, like, he could have got on the Zoom, Yeah, right? his place, in
1: he is in Arizona, right? Doesn't he have yeah. that, like, ranch in Arizona so. or some shit? Yeah. That
0: meeting seems like it would have been relatively important to show up if you were planning to manage the next to year, To show right? that everything is great. Right. It, yeah. That they were pals, friends. Yes. Yeah. Just at the point that that didn't happen, I, I, anyone with any iota of brains should have been able to, to see the writing on the wall. Right. right. Well,
1: and I love that the way that they spun it, too, was, you know, that... Well, this was a once in a lifetime thing. And, and, and obviously it was. He's a San Francisco guy. Yeah. Dream. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. However, I still believe that if the Giants didn't come calling and the Mets did, he still would have went to New York.
0: Yeah. Look, the Giants job was open at the time that the yeah. press conference happened because right. he got asked about that, I think, asked about that position in the press conference. Yeah. The, the, the situation didn't change when all the lies came out from AJ, right? <laughs> right? His dream job was still there, and that was the point where AJ was like, huh, that's just the media. I, I don't think the media is reporting all the facts on this, I think is what he says. Yeah. Oh, and more anonymous sources. More, more anonymous sources. Yeah. God. God. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Look, we've said it on here before. Don't trust anything AJ says. He's a, a notorious liar. <laughs> he lies about everything. He lies and lies and lies. And even when you think he's telling the truth, he says it in a way that's deceptive. Yeah. It's not, a, not technically a lie, but it's deceptive. Right. Don't get deceived by him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're uh, like 10 um, years into this. Um, like, how are people not
1: realizing it? Um, I just think, uh, um, I just think from our standpoint, um. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Uh, uh no. <laughs> All right, so we've taken our victory lap as yes, the only source. The that only source. predicted this Yes,
1: that he was gone. Yeah, yeah, and good for him. In, well, in, so, like, in, enjoy your uh, enjoy your time. At yeah, enjoy like. your
0: root bear barrels. Yeah, whatever, and, stupid yeah and, and, and
1: and getting the fuck out of this mess. Yeah, now that he's yeah. with the
0: Giants, though, I despise him. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, we can openly yeah. hate him like we hate Dave, my, well, uh, my neighbor Dave Robertson. I'm going to give
1: him my. Uh, I'm going to give him his big standing you know, O on uh, opening day, and then uh, <laughs> and then I'll be done. I'm, like
0: clapping for that guy. I'm going to clap for that guy. That's Giants him.
1: You can't. I gotta do what I gotta do. Any, anything that pisses off AJ Preller at this point? <laughs>
0: Actually, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. mixed. What? Up? Yeah.
1: I can't. I'll <laughs> I'll stand there and applaud him and look up at the owners' boxes as, as, as Phil, I do Phil it. Phil Nevin yeah. style. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All
0: right. So. so we have a new manager. It's the one we all expected. The one that's most compliant to AJ. It kills me because I see uh, I, the, the Padres put out like some YouTube video yesterday. It was like an interview with Mike Schilt. Oh and a, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. Of, uh, uh, or Sillo, a team employee. Yeah. Um, he still hasn't gone on Ben and Woods or anything. Hasn't faced the actual local media. Right? Wait, who, or He did. Sorry, he no, did. No, yeah,
1: yeah. Schilt uh, he was
0: on The Morning After. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the Morning but After. The quote that they used was like – the quote that they they promoted it with was like, I always learned that you got to be – you got to have devotion to the organization. Or like, I'm an organizational guy that follows you know the directions of the organization. And I was like, "Yeah, that's the guy AJ wanted. That's exactly why." I,
1: feel like I, I have to give Schilt credit. Like, Schilt got here after he got fired from the Cardinals, right? They bring him in into some—I I, I don't even remember what was the role. Some it was just weird consultant. Role one of the or yeah something. that we always like when we go and hire ex-managers, yeah. which we do all the fucking time. And that dude got here, and he had his eyes on the prize the whole time. The, in regular I mean, he meetings never took
0: them off. Regular meetings with Seidler.
1: Yep. Yeah. Kissing AJ's yeah. ass. Greasing
0: the wheels. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it was good. Gu- he it was he like, saw it exactly what happen. he needed to do. He read the organization and he read the players. AJ yeah. knew rightfully so. And here was his quote. I was rightfully taught just to be a good organizational guy. That's music to AJ's oh, ears because oh that's my code for I will do whatever the head of the organization asks me to do. AJ's dick rock hard yeah. after hearing that. He loves that. And so I hate it. But at the same time. Is this, if this really is AJ's last stand, then let him fail or succeed on a uh, full AJ, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Schilt's easy because if, if they suck this year, Schilt can go down with the ship. We're not stuck with like a, a premier manager that we have to now cross over GM regimes and yeah. stuff. Right. If AJ gets fired, Schilt gets fired.
1: You know what? And like with Schilt, um, let's say that this was when, when they were firing Andy Green and then they hired Mike Schilt.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: that, that 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 would have been a good hire. And then if when they fired Tingler, if they had hired a Mike Schult, yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's that's a pretty good hire. Okay, we wouldn't have been like up in arms going, "This guy sucks" or right. whatever. But now it's at the point where it's like, okay, now it's after Melvin, and there's been so many managers that he's that we've had to deal with, you know, and he's got to hire all these. It's now it's like, fuck.
0: Okay, man. All yeah, right. I I just. I don't think managers matter that much. The only time they matter is when they are so awful that they lose the clubhouse. That there's like rebellion right. rebellion in the clubhouse. Yeah. 2021. That yeah. was bad. That was bad. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, that was other bad than bad. that there's like nitpicking about like bullpen decisions but we said it here a couple episodes ago. Like Bruce Bochy got nitpicked nonstop. Oh my god! Like every every game, there it would be on the sign-on San Diego forum. People complaining about his bullpen usage or like not playing rookies and not playing the
1: young kids. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was the big. There's something yeah.
0: to nitpick with every single manager. Every manager. Yeah. And so, uh, nitpicking specific bullpen decisions in like game whatever of of the playoffs last year. Right. Or two years ago. Not yeah. Last year. Uh, a, a couple years ago, like. You can nitpick every manager. They're going to make decisions half the fan base isn't going to agree with. Right. You can still nitpick them, and it's rightfully so. Like, you still want to s- strive for excellence. Yeah. But you have to realize that no manager's is going to be 100%, right? And Absolutely so, not. I mean, point, look at the
1: Rangers this year. They, 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 had, that, they had that, like, 20-game stretch
0: or whatever where like they, they were ass. Yeah. I mean, completely. In did, September did, at, like, the, the worst time of year, Like, right? didn't we
1: sweep them? At, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think so. Like, it was so bad, yeah, that we swept them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like... I just—it's fine, right? It's yeah. fine. I, I'm not upset or happy about it. It's just uh, he's a guy, right? And he's going right. to do whatever AJ wants him to do. Yes. So, yeah. So ultimately, AJ—we've said this for the last two hirings—but uh, he's ultimately <laughs> accountable for it. And I'm sure that when this guy fails, that AJ will go down with him, right? Yeah, and then this never, is the last yeah. manager AJ will get to hire. And then they'll, exactly they'll never sp- what they said about Bob Melvin and Jace Tingler. Yeah,
1: they'll never speak again after this. Time. Right? No,
0: after one year. <laughs> Because wh- one thing you see is uh, it does seem like the past managers, they were okay for the first year. Uh, yeah. Like, my theory is that all the stuff about AJ calling people at 3 a.m., that's true. I think it's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, just riding them hard. Yes. I think that the, the, the managers have a tolerance for it for a certain period of time until it gets exhausting, right? Yeah. Oh, right. Especially when you're not necessarily seeing the, the same results. It's like, do, do we need to talk at three AM right do, now? Do like, you think
1: that Melvin was answering those calls?
0: No, he's no. sleeping. Yeah, he's an old he was. Yeah, he wasn't doing. He needs that. his yeah. beauty sleep.
1: Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure. I'm t- sure. I'm sure. Tingler was jumping on that phone the second ring. Of rang. course. Yeah. What was he doing? But yeah. But Melvin, th- and that's probably a big reason why we have a, a different. Manager yeah, but even Tingler,
0: yeah. Tingler Green. Those first yeah. couple years, the first years they were there, it was harmonious, right? Even yeah. Mel- Melvin harmonious. Yeah. I just think that there's like this. I I don't ex- exhaustion from it after a year or so. So maybe yeah. we're good for this year. Maybe. Before Schilt rebels too, because he seems like a guy that probably gets sick of it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I see that. But but the stuff that bothers me is when I look I look on on the Twitter, and okay. it's like it's like well we can all expect all the hitters to be twenty five percent better because Schilt is here instead of Melvin like. What, what do you think the manager is doing with with, with yeah. Xander Bogarts when he comes up with a runner on on first and second? What's Schilt going to do different to keep him from hitting into a ground ball, uh, hitting a ground ball into a double play? Yeah. What what do you think is going to happen? I, I, you, you've got me. You've got me. And,
1: <laughs> and the other thing is, it's funny because we really don't have a we really don't have a coaching staff right now. I no, mean, we, no. have, we, a, we don't have, a have a hitting coach, coach. <laughs> and we have and we have Ben Fritz, and that's it. Yeah. Right yeah that's it right that's it everybody uh, the uh, did he bring Blair, in base coaches Flaherty's gone. no nothing yet
0: yeah he hasn't hired nevin yeah it's it and is he is he doing that hiring or is aj doing that yeah. hiring? he hasn't satisfied our, our friends from south of the border by bringing in benhamin heel right i my
1: one complaint with the shield thing because at, at that point you know i was just like you know we're we're pretty much fucked next year anyway so i'd at least like somebody that's Entertaining. <laughs> is he? I can't. I, I don't. I, I don't, I don't think Schultz enter- is going to be entertaining. Uh, Nevin would have been entertaining. Yeah. I think he would have been a disaster, sure. but he would have been. Uh, and Benji would have yeah. definitely been entertaining. But
0: what about yeah. when they start this the season three and nine? Do you think he'll get entertaining? Uh, I, I don't know. He's I, not going to get I, any tough questions. It's just going to be scanned stroking his dick, right? Probably. In every presser. I. I mean. I. I <laughs> Mm-hmm. I am not looking forward to, uh, I'm
1: not excited at all about it. It's you know, funny because when the spring training thing, lover, thing came out. Lover,
0: lovers of the post game managerial oh, press conference. Uh, yeah, I love it. You know, yeah. we, we text each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did and, you just see that? Yeah. The yeah. Tingler years were the best for this, right? But, <laughs> yes, they were. uh, Andy could be kind of funny. He was kind of. Well, yeah. you want someone who's terrible. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, for entertainment value. <laughs> Schilt, I, I don't know if that value is going to be there. Melvin was pretty smooth. <laughs> Right, He he wasn't going to go off message,
1: but he wasn't boring. He had a little open disdain for AC, which I appreciated. Liked it, yeah. Yeah, I liked that.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I just don't think they're going to be entertaining at all.
0: Yeah. Well, where do we go from here? Right. Okay, let's get to the big topic on the table.
1: (laughs) Well, we still haven't mentioned the death of the owner of the San Diego Padres Oh, that's right. He
0: died. Um, Yes. Sad. Right? Very sad. Very sad. He's a a pillar of the community. Obviously. The greatest owner in Padres' history. Yes. In fact, Peter Seidler is actually why it was so infuriating that they inducted John Moores into the Hall of Fame. Oh, my
2: God. Because Peter was
0: alive, too. Right. Because how can you even compare the two for for quality? Like, it's not close. It's not close at all. No. Peter Seidler is a Hall of Fame owner and should be inducted alongside Bob Chandler next year into the Padres' Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Yes. It should be immediate. Like I, I right. they, they shouldn't wait. Yeah. Um. No, they shouldn't. Yeah. Hopefully, he didn't do anything mean to Team Historian Bill Center to <laughs> prevent him from putting him into the Hall of Fame, like Bob Chandler apparently did. <laughs> but immediate induction, right? Well, is that gonna, they're going to wear the patch and whatever? But I, I think immediate induction.
1: But does that mess with the whole 20th year of Petco Park celebration?
0: Ugh, doesn't matter. They have <laughs> 12 celebrations every year. It's like the same people that are like, uh, well, we can't possibly trade Kim, and we need to sign this other Korean player because we're playing a three-game series in South Korea to open the season. Is it, is it, wait, is it two games? Two games, whatever it is. Whatever, yeah. Why would we make year-long decisions off of a two-game series? We don't get any extra money. It's not like they get paid extra. Right, yeah. Y- you make X amount of dollars, and they agree to it, right? Like, What do you think is going to happen if we don't have a Korean player? Because newsflash, I don't think the Dodgers have a Korean player. Are they not going to have any fans there? Is that the worry? Like, I, what, what are we doing? It's like the same thing. Like, oh, well, it's the 20th anniversary. We can't possibly honor the greatest owner in history who died a tragic death <laughs> yeah, leaving exactly. his children behind. Because we've got to celebrate this 20-year anniversary of this, <laughs> of this building. Who was the,
1: the terrible uh, um, city council guy that delayed it? Bruce, Bruce uh, Henderson? Henderson. Henderson.
0: Is he still alive? He's still round. Hopefully not.
1: Hmm. I don't even know why I brought him up.
0: I don't care for him. Fucker. Well, he what was he doing? Protecting the taxpayer what, interests. What, and what did he
1: do? He, he delayed it and cost us even more money. Yeah, and it over, got built anyways. Yeah, good good plan. Yeah, eat shit, Bruce Henderson. Yeah.
0: Fucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So obviously, super sad. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: I, I, there's, just, there's just like so many emotions that, that are, are around it like, but he's yeah, a father he's, yeah. he's like
0: a father of young children of, of of young he's kids. A, he was an old man a pretty old guy yeah
1: uh i mean not ma- super
0: old just you can tell how studly he is he, he married a much younger wife yes yes uh, father you know, children recently so. yeah right
1: who will eventually be the owners i guess i, I i'm really i am
0: completely I know baffled he's, on
1: how this works
0: yeah i, I, Do I don't you know? really want to get into it but like I, I don't know it. I, I know what rich people do.
1: <laughs> okay, in okay. general, like
0: yes, they make trusts, yeah, right? Right, and, and so that we know the team is in a trust. Actually, that's been reported. From what I can tell, um, uh, Katsenda, yeah, is the administrator of the trust,
1: and he's today. and 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 by your description, is he the corporate raider or the corporate lawyer?
0: Raider, the raider. Yes, he has okay. a masters in tax taxes. Ooh, taxes is what his professional specialty is. He's a, a spe- his specialty is mergers and acquisitions, which uh you know, if you were mm. wanted to sell the team, you'd probably want someone who is a professional specialist in mergers and acquisitions. Now, that being said, the team is probably held in a trust, but the trust is created so it doesn't go into probate court and like people are fighting for stuff, right? It, it's going to operate and then the profits go into the trust and then probably the family his immediate family is probably the the, own, the shareholders of the trust. Okay. So my guess is – what was his wife's name? Shear? Sheel. Sheel. She's not going to operate the team. I don't. This is not like a Joan Crock situation, right? right? Like she's a mom with like a three-year-old. Yeah. Uh, and two other kids. <laughs> she has she's not sitting in the owner's box at night every game or, <laughs> or sitting in corporate meetings, right? <laughs> yeah. And so that's what – so yeah. Seidler said that he wanted the team to maintain – within his family for ownership, right? Okay. Hey, tons of people have said that, and then it gets sold when they realize they can make two and a half billion dollars by selling it, yeah. right? So I don't put any stock in his his words. Now, at the same time, I'm guessing for the next few years, Sheil will hold on to it, okay. just let it be and operate, right? Right. But she's not going to run the team. She's the owner. She's like uh, most owners where you don't see them or hear about them. It it, it was rare here where we had like Ron Fowler on the radio every week. Yeah. Uh, We're not going to hear from her. So she owns it, but like in name only.
1: Uh, And uh, it sounds like we're not going to hear from Katsenda either.
0: I don't know uh, why per, he's. I know why he's hiding because he runs. He, he has a normal job. Yeah, he's
1: like. But, but uh, what I've heard is he's very private, and that's not like his thing. So I, basically, I think everything that we're going to hear going forward it's is AJ. from is from well and group group, dog. group yeah groupner AJ and Shilt. That'll be it. That's it. Yeah, but but uh, but what I don't understand is like so Katsenda is going to he's just going to steer the ship for until he's, Peter's kids are old so enough I, to decide whether or not that they want this. To do this? But,
0: but that's like, a long super, time. Y- I know. it's like 10, 15 years. So what is the, so what is the plan? And, and they may not want to operate it.
2: Yeah, they a might lot, not Most owners, Most owners do that
0: don't, don't operate it.
1: Yeah. Th- they hire people yeah, to operate right. it. Yeah, exactly. But do they even want to do that? Like, we don't.
0: Well, it really puts what, teenagers, what so right? many people have wanted or the team some. to do, which is hire a real executive, a, a, a Dave Dombrowski type, to run everything. Right now they have like two stovepipes, right? One is baseball ops, one is business ops, one is group, one is Preller. There's no one above them. It was previously Seidler or yeah, Fowler right? because they would bring decisions to Sidler for ultimate decision-making. Now it's Katsenda someone who has a real job, now has the responsibility for running this private equity firm uh, yeah. without Peter because there, there's – I know we all focus on the baseball, but like he runs a multi-billion dollar equity firm yeah. that Seidler – Worked at right. He yeah. did active work for. It's not just the San Diego partner. Right. He had more than one hat. Yeah. And so Katsenda now has to take over this equity firm or hire you know hire new partners. Like there's a lot of work involved. Yeah. And he's being asked to run this baseball team. Um, so they got to hire someone eventually, right? Maybe they're waiting yeah. the year and and if AJ falls on his face, they hire like a real you know a real executive
1: that comes in a, a clean house a Theo that comes in come, yeah, yeah. clean house. But Theo wants, and hires his yeah, own people. Yeah, but that's expensive and cost <sighs> part ownership.
0: Expensive to lose. Yeah, they lost so much money last but year. But maybe
1: they'd be okay with giving away a little part ownership of uh, what, what's going on right now.
0: I don't. It's all just but who it's, knows? it's just from the trust, right? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, they're good. not giving up control. It's,
1: it's 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 just it's very it's very confusing as yeah. to how it's going to go, go going forward. That's I'm not
0: all. a like an estate attorney, or I don't work in trust or anything, and so I don't know. But I don't know if Katsenda has a. Uh, fiduciary responsibility to the trust, which would mean I think that he's obligated to run the trust in a at least break-even form. Like I I don't think you're supposed to run the trust and just drain the trust fund. (laughs) I I think you actually have a legal obligation to protect the trust for the benefactors. I think.
1: So he's there to to keep A.J. Preller from doing that is what you're saying.
0: That's my guess, right? right. Legally, I think. Um, I don't know what that break-even point is. It's been reported they lost a boatload of money last year, right? Yeah. So maybe as the trust, uh, the one who runs the, the administrator of the trust, like he's obligated to make it break-even. I don't know. Yeah. We'll defer to our obviously intelligent uh, listeners who send the most inane tweets back to me <laughs> all the time uh, <laughs> on, on on the uh, trust law. Oh. Just ask Mency. Mency's the only yeah, one. Yeah, Mency's really the only one. The exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we love Mency. So I don't know. <laughs> Could send a uh, isn't making a lot of warm and fuzzies, right? And if he really wanted to make warm and fuzzies, he'd go on the radio or, or at least talk to AC or something, right? I, I, he hasn't given one quote other than his uh, PR firm written statement. Yeah, I
1: I don't know. I, I, I just it's not Look, He doesn't inspire confidence so, in me. I'll say so that. he's just he's going to let Gruppner handle that,
0: I believe. I, the, look, the I'm sure they lawyer. had a budget The corporate raider is going to let the corporate lawyer handle yeah. yeah. I'm sure the budget's not changing. My guess is that even when Peter was alive, that they're being directed by Major League Baseball to get to a certain debt equity, debt to uh, debt, what, debt ratio? Yeah. And, and that's already, long, they documented the meetings. Like, those all happened. Like, there's a target already. Yeah. Their financials are in. They know where they have to get to. I, I don't really think that Peter's death changed anything. The only thing that changed there was always that wild card, right? Like last offseason, it was all reported that they were going to cut payroll, right? Yeah. And when you have a multi-billionaire or a billionaire, I don't know how rich he was, uh, as the owner, he could be like, look, guys, I know we had a budget, but I'm going to cut a personal check for this, right? I don't give a fuck. Right. It's yeah. my money. It's my team. Right. Let's do it. So that I is, don't think they have that, that – That's out the door Flexibility now. anymore. That's I out the door. I don't think Katsenda, as the administrator of the trust, can just be like, you know what? let's go 75 mil in the red this year we'll take a loan out later and pay interest on that against this trust uh, not yeah. my money someone else's money right right I don't think he can do that mm. I, I just
1: I, I don't know how it works going forward maybe it's maybe very...
0: shield can sign off on it I, I don't know I don't know the legalities of it right but yeah. these are questions that like the average fan doesn't is not thinking about like, right. I see so many times, like, oh, uh, uh, it's just the lying media with the $200 million mark. There's no reason to believe they won't spend 230000000 million. They'll just throw that out there, and then they'll create scenarios where we sign, uh, like, Wade Miley and um, <laughs> and bring Blake Snell back yeah. and, like, yeah. do all this yeah. stuff. And they're like, you know, there's no, they lied before. There's no reason they didn't lie this time. I, I think there's a lot more to it le- legally than, yeah. than just an owner's desire to spend the money this time.
1: Yeah, and I don't know where, like, as far as, like... Like with last year, uh, where you, the only really the I think the only writer that was saying they're only going to spend like ten million bucks or whatever was AC.
0: AC. They're,
1: I, I now, don't remember I, I reading that. Lynn, from,
0: I think Lynn might have referenced AC's reporting. Okay, but I don't think he reported it himself. Now this okay. year it's actual reporting saying, "Hey, this each, is what they're, each report says." According to team and league sources. And the league sources are important because of the mandated reduction to, to – fall. it's not the luxury tax. The luxury tax isn't the problem here. You're allowed to exceed the luxury tax as much as you want if you pay the penalty. It's the debt ratio thing. Yeah. And I know Darren, Darren had some interesting comments about how his theory was that the league was using the debt ratio to punish the Padres and bring them in line, right? Which they're allowed to do. I, I, read, I actually read the entire section of the CBA uh, a couple weeks ago. They're okay. allowed to do that. But we said on this show that there's been a debt ratio for decades, and, and John Moores used to use it as an excuse to cut payroll also. I feel like it's selectively used by either the owner or the league to, to bring compliance. So if they are doing that, if Darren's theory is true, what can you do? Like The, the, the commissioner has vast powers yeah. to, to enforce that and bring a team into compliance, including, I think, assuming control of the team. Well, and he's also doing that to please a lot of owners, (laughs) right? Oh, you mean Dick Manforth? Yeah, like. Who I noticed did not send a uh, a, 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 uh, I feel bad that Peter Seidler passed away message. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. Almost inhuman.
1: Yeah. An inhuman sewer of a human being. Bob Nutting
0: at the Pirates sent one, and he was probably cross with Peter. Disgusting. Yeah. Dick. His name's Dick, right? Dick. Uh, Yeah. He's a dick. Yeah.
1: So that's so. Manford is he's placating those owners who don't want to spend like that's he the did. That's the theory. Yeah. And, and
0: right. look, the commissioner's job is what to, he works for the owners. Yeah, one hundred percent. From yes. his standpoint, yeah. it's probably good for the owners to cudgel the Padres and force them to lower payroll, so that payroll across the league is lower. Right, yeah. right. I don't know. It's a theory, uh, but I thought it was a, a decent theory. The- it's irrelevant. The the. We can all sit around and say it's unfair, but it's literally, it's in the CBA, like, Peter signed off on it. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess my thing, (laughs) I keep, I, I don't disagree that, like, sometimes I feel like the national media has it out for us, but it's because, it's because we, they do, like, reporting like last like like about about like the the dysfunction in the clubhouse now bob melvin's not going to stick around right remember how everyone was like it's a hit piece and it lies look melvin is staying yeah it's like they just have it out for the padres maybe they do but maybe the reason they have it out for the padres is because aj lies to them or, or they'll report something that's sourced and whatever and then aj goes on the radio and says well it's just anonymous reports and it lies and it's not the whole truth yeah and basically discrediting them with no evidence of his own What if we operated in a fashion that made the media not hate us? Yeah, Is that a possibility? Where
1: he he wasn't just actively, blatantly lying to media members constantly, like saying that, oh, everything's fine with Bob and I. We talk five times a day. Yeah, and then he leaves the next day.
0: Oh, He's not not just a colleague. He's a friend. Yeah. Like, if you lie enough to them, of course they're going to have it out for you. They're going to start getting picked. If you act in a mega secret manner all the time, and you don't help like journalists always say. Like all, they're not out to get anyone. They just want. They just want to do their job and go home. Get the right? story up. right. They, yeah. they they got a deadline. Just make it easy for them. And some guys have. Bruce Bochy was known for that. Kevin Towers was known for that. Yeah. Uh, just what if we operate in a way that made us not be hated by everyone? <laughs> what yes. if the commission? What if we? What if what if the every owner didn't hate us for lying about medical records and like there's like all these things. Jeez, all these things tie back to one guy it seems like I, I it's just like-, like it's so many things. like what if Wayne Partello didn't treat all of his uh, partners as garbage, right? What if he didn't take fans and sponsors for granted? Like why why create this uh, adversarial relationship with everyone? Is it paying off? It doesn't seem like it to no, me it doesn't. Was it all worth it? Wayne, it doesn't seem like it. I don't know. We all know we, that this podcast has stood strongly by, you know, we think AJ should be removed. But yeah. I think, we're, like I said, I'm at the point of resignation with this manager that he's here. He's got this year. Let him do whatever he wants to do. Whatever Katsenda will sign off on, great. But let AJ be AJ. He's gonna, if he wants to trade the farm, okay. You empowered him to do that, so he's going to do that. We talked about the motivations, right, when you only have a year left. You're actually motivated to sell the farm because the farm pays off years down the line, and you need impact now. Well,
1: AJ's contract is through 26. contract is,
0: yeah. Yeah. But do we really think Katsenda would give him another year if they, if they fall on their face again? That's a great question. I, I think no, but if we believe some of the rumors we heard earlier about how I think Gruppner and Preller are somewhat adversarial— Yes. Then yeah. how much longer <laughs> are they going to give him? Right.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm certain Pete. Did on, he make a promise to Peter to give him two more years year. it, well, or to let him finish his contract? I
0: look, Would he honor that look, I, I don't know. Ultimately, they're accountable to the team, uh, to the asset, the team, the corporation, right? Uh, and I think that, that he may have honored that this year. Peter was alive. Like, It's not like Peter didn't talk to anyone. I'm sure he made it clear that he thought AJ was the best path forward for this year. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Hey, another good news. Uh, <laughs> they're going to trade Soto. right? <laughs> That's another thing. I, th- I think we, I think we were in agreement that we, we don't think trading Soto is a good idea.
1: I do. I do not want to see. I, 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 wanna I firmly see said Soto that extended. if you trade
0: him, I think you're punting. I think you're punting 2024, which maybe AJ gets fired for And then it's a net plus, but who knows? I don't want them to punt 2024.
1: I don't want them to punt 2024 either. However, if the the money situation is what we think the money situation is, right, then you have Juan Soto, and which is great, awesome, your best player last year, hands down, I love him, Hall of Famer, blah, 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 blah. But if he doesn't have it, if it's just him, Manny, Bogarts, and Tatis, and Kim. Camp. Uh, and, oh, Camp, uh... Then that's not enough. It's not so. Bad. But I but I don't know if you can get well, back it, what you I need think, to still compete though. I, either I think it might so. be
0: enough on the lineup side.
1: Oh, it's possible. Okay, but but if you don't have any money to to handle your the starting the pitching, rotation, right? and you don't have enough money to make your bullpen good, and you don't well, have
0: a but prospects are money. DH, yeah, yeah, backup, yeah. Prospects oh. are money. So, okay, that's agent. I don't know why it's been how AJ's done things for ten years. Why do we think he's changed?
1: So, but those guys coming back, they get paid money too. So, yeah, that... But if
0: you trade good enough prospects, you get cheap guys back. Yeah. First year arbitration. But he's pre-arbit. got. But
1: he's got to like kill it on every single one of those trades. Like well, he's got to win big on all of those. This and is like, what happens. He wins big sometimes. This is what
0: happens when you bring him back, and and you, basically, it seems like everyone thinks this is his last year. If he if the team's poor, yeah. right? So he's motivated to do this. This
1: he wasn't motivated last year when he when he went out and signed two shitty DHs, and he signed one of them to a two year fucking thought, deal. He thought
0: he did enough, but yeah. look, I'm not going to be the one that says he's a good executive. Yeah, right. <laughs> a good good judgment. <laughs> I, know. I I know so. I've seen so, any evidence of that.
1: Right, exactly. So why do we think that he's going to be able to fix? There's there's so many holes. Why do we think that he can that he can fill those properly? Why Why do we think that he can get a bunch of diamonds in the rough for cheap? And stay un- and stay at that $200 million and, and when well, we come and, back to compete,
0: what am I resigned to another year of AJ? Yeah. Am I convinced he can do it? No, not at all. His track record's not great. Yeah. It's spotty. He has some big, huge wins and he has a bunch of losses. Yeah. He has a bunch of break even maybe. Uh, but what, what can we do? He's here. Yeah. So we're, we, we have the hand we were dealt. Okay. It's a sucky hand. We're behind the eight ball in almost every way. Uh, Other than just believing in magic that every player is going to be better magically because of a new manager, uh, we're still behind the eight ball. Yeah. Like, uh, here's what I keep coming back to. And the, you know, Juan Soto trade speculation is, it's interesting to read about. You know, everyone wants him. Who wouldn't want him? He's, uh, I think he's like the, let me look. I think he was the number seven best hitter in baseball last year. That's pretty good. Number eight. Number eight, uh, just ahead of Bryce Harper and Kyle Tucker. That's the level of player we're talking about. Okay. Uh, he's on a one-year contract, which is bad in some ways, but if you're trading him and you want a rental, that's good. If you're a team without much money, sometimes you can grin and bear it for one year, right? It's yeah. a lot easier to take on a thirty million million one one-year contract than a $440 million 13, 12-year contract or something. Yeah. So I, he's an attractive thing, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's what cracks me up when people are like, oh, well, when Lynn writes these articles on The Athletic, it's just costing the team their leverage, And I'm like, you think Brian Cashman read Dennis Lynn's article and is like, huh, who knew that the Padres' backs were against the wall? (laughs) Like, they have to trade him. No one had any idea. But the thing is, there's... How dare Dennis just air out all of our secrets? Yeah, but when you have an asset like Juan Soto, there's like 10 teams interested, 15 teams. Right. It's the nature of competition that's the leverage. Yeah. The leverage is that he's the eighth best hitter in baseball on a one-year contract. That's great. And if you think you're even close... To winning a World Series. He's
1: what puts you over. Mm. Yes. Yeah. He's a he's a six war player. Like this like it and, and think about him hitting in Yankee in Yankee Stadium. Yes. In a contract year. <laughs> like are you kidding me? And, and people are like, okay, well, he's not gonna be just because it's his contract year, that doesn't mean he's going to up it and be even better. I I don't know, Blake Snell did. There's some there's some data that supports yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, maybe and maybe not. But even if he's just the same guy that he was this year,
0: hitting in that ballpark, holy shit! Yeah. And having protection, I mean, my god. Well, look, he's represented by Boris. Boris runs his own academy. Like, if you don't think Boris has him on the best path this off season to maximize his performance and thus his income, yeah. you're crazy, right? And yeah. you don't think Juan Soto knows that everything's riding on this year. That he could make fifty extra million dollars with a good, a, a monstrous year, this which year.
1: means how much more for Boris? Right? right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You um, don't think they're laser focused on this? Boris, like Juan Soto, is is the player for Boris right now? Yeah. He doesn't have Otani.
1: This is the payday.
0: Yeah. This is the one. Yeah. This is a big. This chunk. is his biggest payday ever, probably. Yeah. For Boris, should yeah, it should is, be it will be will be yes. So that's the leverage. A good player that everyone wants. A spectacular player. And yeah, so that he is, changes your team just like he's that. so spectacular though that I keep going back to this idea of every scenario that I see, every trade scenario. I, I get it, we're clearing up funds and we're gonna go sign some pitchers or something with money. <laughs> but, but it's uh, only like thirty million bucks. Right. Like, like, and who's been signed recently? Like Oh, uh uh Lance oh. Lynn. One of the worst pitchers in baseball last year. Got 11 million. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Gibson got what, two years, tw- 26 million?
1: So you're clearing enough money for
0: th- what three What did Nick Lance Martinez Lins. get? <laughs> like, wh- or, what did he get? Two d- years, 25? 20- 26? 26? 13 million? Yeah. Uh, Maeda got uh, two years, 24. Coming off an injury, I think. Oh, uh, two two years ago? Two years okay. ago, yeah. So you're, you're, you're looking at spending 10 to 15 million for a mediocre to bad pitcher.
1: So well, and also, so uh, th- it's thirty-three million. right? Severino
0: got thirteen, right? Yeah.
1: So it's thirty. So let's say it's thirty-three million bucks, right? That you're clearing. Yeah. Okay. But you're not really clearing thirty-three million because you are going to be taking on whatever the salaries are of the guys that are coming back. And yeah. l- let's say the hope is minimum salary. Yeah. Let's say they're all you know. So you're getting back really what twenty-eight million, 27, 30. twenty-seven, thirty-ish.
0: Let's just say twenty-eight
1: to thirty. Okay, right around there. Okay. So what are you? You're getting.
0: Maeda, you're getting... right. You're getting two bottom-of-the-barrel starters and Gary Sanchez, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Oh, great. Is that better? Oh. I mean, then you're getting what you get back, right? Yeah. And so I- I'm looking at some of these scenarios, and the Yankees. The Yankees seem like the team that have the most pieces that we would want. Yes. Major League Ready pitchers... Even some that have been seasoned in the major leagues. Right? Obviously,
1: they have the money that
0: to extend to Soto. For don't that even op- worry about the extension. Yep. Like he's not signing an extension anywhere.
1: No, but but I mean, I don't know. Teams think that if they have somebody already in the fold, that they have a better shot of the of, of the extension, yeah. right? So, and obviously, they're a team that when he does come to free agency,
0: he they've got the money, right? Clearly for for our purposes they have the pieces. Yeah and yeah uh, the, I went They through, definitely have the pieces. Yeah. MLB.com had like six trade scenarios for the Padres this morning.
1: Oh the uh, Jim Bowden one?
0: Uh I don't know who wrote it. Okay. No author. AI Oh probably. okay. <laughs> uh, it, almost every scenario made me sad. Like Yeah, here's one for the Giants. <laughs> Where is this? Okay, the Padres get Carson Wisenhunt Uh, the 70th overall prospect, Mason Black, the team's ninth prospect, and then Anthony Desclafani and Mike Yastrzemski. So there would be no salary relief, and we would get uh, a couple okay, one possibly good starter, maybe, and the ninth organizational prospect. Does it sound good to you? I think Desclafani is coming off an injury also. And then wait the the first the first kid what's his name again Carson Wizenhunt
1: is he the heir to the fortune of the Wizenator <laughs> I
0: don't know uh, <laughs> let me look up his stats Mike Kishtrmski kind of sucks now yeah
1: he does it's just I, I,
0: I look at <laughs> I look at these scenarios and I'm like how are we better like best case we might be clawing back to break even. Like we we've lost a six war player, and I'm gonna add. I saw the dumbest comments yesterday that that was like, well, a six war player is no different than three two war players. And I'm like, of course it is. You've concentrated six war into one roster spot. You can you can then use one of those other roster <laughs> roster spots and what to add, get more war. You <laughs> could add a Pedro Avila <laughs> just from the minors, yeah, and he's another war and a half or so. Yeah, maybe two. Like to concentrate it's it's way more valuable to concentrate the war in one roster spot that's why people sign shohei otani instead of instead of four two war play league average players
2: holy shit I just, I, I, oh I, I can't i
0: can't oh with the offseason the comments are the dumbest the, the people dumbest are the dumbest, dumbest. the media is the dumb everything is the dumbest oh
1: yeah the, 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 the uh i wanted to bring up the since we're on the Soto thing the what's the fucking moron the mlb executive burner uh, or whatever it's not real yeah. it's yeah. just some but, but the, uh, the thing about uh stanton us getting back stanton yeah
0: <laughs> are you kidding me one of the worst hitters in baseball last year <laughs> he was fucking
1: terrible and he's injured all the time yeah. and he makes a bazillion dollars
0: uh <laughs> it's just the dumbest shit Wizen hunt's pretty good okay but he only threw 19 innings in double a and he walks, a, he walks a buttload of people, or he did in double-A. Okay. Are so, you excited with that? Are and, we better? And,
1: and how many innings did he throw?
0: Total last year? Yeah. 57. 57. That's, that's like Morahone numbers.
1: <laughs> it's numbers Morahone could dream of. Morahone, who is now 37 yeah. years old, by the <laughs> way,
0: <laughs> and still hasn't thrown
1: over 70 innings in a season.
0: Uh, just I, I look at that. Uh, so uh, the same.
1: Uh, here's the Yankees one. You okay. need innings.
0: There's so yeah. many
1: innings that we've lost. You have to fill these okay. innings.
0: So here are the names the Yankees are throwing out that, that get thrown up by the media. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Clark Schmidt. He was a first round draft pick. He was a, a prospect, but he's a pitchability pitcher. He's an Eric Lauer type. You know. Uh, oh, uh, by Casey. the way, which is
1: another target Actually, that people have been throwing uh, out yeah, is yeah, Eric great. Lauer. I heard that. I heard yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, Clark Schmidt, sorry, he's he's probably more like Lucchese. He has some herky-jerky, uh, unhealthy motion. He's already had... Great. I think he's already had Tommy John. Am yeah. I right? Well, he'll be in for a second one within days. He did throw 160 innings for the Yankees last year. Oh, okay. So he's innings. All right. okay. They we weren't need innings. good innings. It was 4.64 ERA. We need innings. 4.64 ERA. Doesn't strike out a ton of guys. Doesn't walk it. He's okay. Great. Okay. He's a bottom of the rotation guy. Innings eater. You need him, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah. Is he better than Pedro Avila? I don't know. It's kind of like Waldron numbers, you know? Yeah. Just for comparison, Pedro Avila in fifty innings pitched through three point two two ERA, X FIP of three point six eight. So he didn't he he overperformed but only by a little bit. And he was worth point six war in fifty innings pitched. He's a league average pitcher. Okay. I used to make fun of Pedro Avila, but he probably should be the number five starter. That would be a great That'd be a great five starter. Yeah, I think Waldron's yeah. a joke. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I don't think he has it. No. Uh, he's a fine six emergency starter, right? A six, seven call-up from the minors. Uh, when uh, the guy that's on the first, shuttle. First guy on the The on El the Paso show. Yeah. yeah. He's fine for that, right? Yeah, but you right. don't want him in the rotation. So you no. probably have two spots to fill. One of them is the National League Cy Young winner. Oh, it's just it's just that. <laughs> and one of them is Lugo or Waka, who was either our second or third best pitcher last year. Oh, uh, yes. So is Clark Schmidt the guy? Are we better? Is he better than Seth Lugo? It doesn't look like it. Uh, other guys. Michael King. He uh, He's pretty good, but they used him out of the bullpen, mostly. Uh, 2.75 ERA, 2.2 war, 104 innings pitched. He's useful. I don't think he's thrown more than 104 innings pitched, so he's not a workhorse. He'd have to be built up. He seemed to be a very effective reliever, which we need, probably, since we got rid of... Definitely need. Since we dumped uh, uh, Barlow, who is I argued was our best closer option. So he's not nothing. Not right? nothing, yeah. And then uh, they got a, a variety of other... Um, starters they've got a guy named drew thorpe in double a he's probably their best pitching prospect however he only threw 30 innings pitch last year he's, he made it to double a uh he he strikes out like 13 per nine he had an era of 1.5 he's he's good yeah but he's not going to help the 2024 team he's not ready for the big leagues he's even less ready than our double a guys who aren't ready either yeah um, and then richard fitz he's a college pitcher from auburn He made it to double A. He threw 152 innings pitch, 3.5 ERA. He's a pitchability guy. 152 innings. Yeah, All right. So he's probably ready. You could probably call him up. Yeah. I don't know how good he'd be, but he seems workable. So let's say we took a deal of like Thorpe, Fitz, and Schmidt. You'd get two rotation-ready players, right? Okay. You'd fill the spots with them, and you add Drew Thorpe in the minor leagues. He can help in two or three years. Two years, maybe. Okay. Uh, are we better? We have, we've replaced the Cy Young winner and Waka and Lugo, our second and third best starters, with Clark Schmidt, 4.65 ERA, Richard Fitz, 3.5 ERA in A, so we don't know how that'll translate, and then Pedro Avila as the number five. Are we better? And no Soto. And no Soto. Minus six WAR from, from the outfield. No. Uh, okay, well, wait. What if we use the $30 million and we also sign... What are we using 30 on here? <laughs> Fitz, maybe you stick him, in, maybe you stick Fitz in AAA, right? Or AA. You leave him in AA. Have okay. him work on stuff. He's right. the first one on the bus instead of Waldron. That's an upgrade, right? That's an He's upgrade. an upgrade on Waldron. I mean, pretty much anything's an upgrade. And then we him. go and sign who, who did Craig suggest today? Oh, on, uh, on our
1: beloved Ben and
0: Woods. The guy from uh, Toronto. Manoa? Manoa, so, yeah. Who uh, Craig's thing is let's sign greater. some broken guys, but with higher upside. Yeah. Manoa has high upside, but he also got shelled in single A last year. Yeah, uh, and he's a jerk, from what I heard. He seems like a jerk, right? Yeah, like a total dick.
1: But like, but with, like with the single A thing, um, I, I don't, I don't put a lot of. Well, he was pissed about it, right? He, he Being sent n- to n- single one, A. Number one, he was pissed about it, and I'm sure that it was just kind of like, okay, when you go down there, this is what you're going to do. You're going to throw. You're just going because his slider fell off. Right, it was the deal with him. Like yeah. he had an incredible slider, and then it went just to absolute garbage. Yeah. So it was probably like, okay, you're going to go down there and you're just going to fucking throw sliders. You got to fix your slider,
0: and so you know, he's the only one. That if you're just throwing like. one
1: pitch, you're probably going to get beat up, even yeah. by single like crap. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Like I, 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 like I have no process. problem with him coming back.
0: You know, but it's risky. It's super risky. Yeah, but but and how much you going to give be up cheap. for him? He's not going to be cheap either. Yeah, how he's much you going to give up free arbitration? He's like a first round pick for the Blue Jays. He was a former top prospect. They're not giving him away. They're not. They're not. They're not giving up on him. From, from what I've read. Okay. All right. It's okay. not like they feel like they have to trade him. Right. Okay, So he's not going to be cheap. He's probably one of the more expensive options. And then Craig suggested ugh, Tyler Anderson on the Angels, who makes $13 million a year. Uh, and Craig was like, well, we'll just trade a single A guy, and they'll eat $4 million a year of his salary. Because I think he's got two more years on his contract, maybe. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Anderson had a 5.7 ERA last year. Wait, well, he's
1: got two more years on his contract and he makes 13 million a year. I think so. So that's 26 million bucks. So, like you could have just really well, done just the walk effect.
0: He 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 <laughs> added in the the you know, the magic of that. Oh, They'll oh, eat 4 they're million. Gonna take, but okay. if we give a good A you have to give up a pretty good prospect to have him eat 8 million dollars for it. Yeah. But yeah. Let me see his contract. He sucks. That's the main thing. He oh, okay. sucks. Right. Okay. He's old right. and he sucks. Okay. Um <laughs> Which we love. He was worth one war last year. Yeah, he's got two more years at thirteen million a year. Um, and and Waka's, let's just say we get him, okay? Yeah. Are we better? We've we've replaced Lugo, Snell, Waka with uh, Clark, Schmidt, Pedro Avila, and Tyler Anderson. Do we feel good about that? Is no. is the delta positive here? Okay. Well, we've already spent ten million dollars of the savings. We've improved depth. Right. Yeah. Well, he's better. Than, uh, Fitz is better than Waldron. Whoever else we get is better than Waldron. Yeah. Okay. What do we spend the other twenty on? Gary Sanchez. We're we're, we're going to split catcher. Well, we do need a DH. Another eight to ten. Yeah. Right, we we need it. We need a backup catcher. We need a DH. We need two relievers. At, at least. Uh, because we lost Hill. We lost Snell. Uh, sorry. We lost a uh, Hater. Um, and we lost Garcia.
1: Oh yeah, and we lost Garcia. Um, oh, and Palm. He's <laughs> a pillar of the team. How are we going to replace those zero fucking innings he pitched
0: last year? <laughs> hey, we can't underestimate the impact he made in the dugout. A, a grizzled veteran. Hey, what if we brought him back as a, as a starter? An, all, he was an all-star starter for the Padres. Oh. uh. I'm just. I'm looking at these scenarios. Like, what could we possibly spend the other twenty on that would make this better than Juan Soto, and and, and I guess the the status quo. I, I I can't get to it. And this is just to break even. This is to yeah. get back to where we were last year. We're still way short. We, we, even in these scenarios, we haven't replaced the relievers. We haven't found a DH. Uh, they could trade Grisham, right, and that saves another and they, five. And
1: and but I've now we need to replace that I've heard Grisham. Is Grisham's gone? Absolutely, we're not going to get that They're much. Trading. For, no, I don't right. think. Well, like it's been bandied about that we're somehow we're going to get a, a five, a number five starter back for, for a fourth outfielder. I, just, I don't.
0: That's not cheap. I just, I just don't see that. He's going to make eight mil next year. Yes. So yeah. uh, you still have to replace him. So we keep yeah. making this deficit. Like, I know Grisham sucks at, at hitting. We've documented this extensively on this podcast. Terrible. But he's still, like, almost a two-war player. Yeah. He's a pretty consistent two-war player. He's obviously very good He hits some player. bombs. He's a good fielder. Yeah. Um, He'd be a
1: nice fourth outfielder for a good team.
0: Right. Right? We're still – we you, you trade him for a single-A player or double-A player or whatever. We're still minus two-war. Yeah. where 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 are we making it up? In all, e- all of the scenarios that are out. Yeah, well, yeah, and then and then
1: if he goes, okay. So let's say Gr- Gr- Grisham's getting traded. Uh, Your who's playing center field? Is it Tatis or is it the? Let's somebody else that, Okay, let's so, say Tatis because okay, it's so cheaper
0: let, to get a, a corner outfield.
1: Okay, so they move Tatis to center. Then now you've got to now you've got to pay for a right fielder that, you, uh, uh, that hopefully that has some needs power. Needs to be
0: two right? WAR or better. Yeah, or we're falling more behind. But how, how much does that cost? Fifteen mil. What's Jock Peterson cost?
1: I think what, Jock was getting paid what ten? Twenty. Like
0: I think he got almost. Oh, was 20. he getting
1: twenty? No.
0: Was now, he? No, he wasn't as good last year. So no.
1: But I mean, but that's the I, I, caliber of yeah. player you're get. You're going to yeah. get
0: right, and that's not cheap. That's eating up almost all of the the twenty mil that's left over in, in this scenario where we sign you know an innings eating pitcher. Yeah. Uh Peterson made 20 mil last year. Oh. He was worth point six war. So what will he sign for? 8. Let's say you sign him for 8. Do you feel good you feel good about it? He's not taking 8.
1: Is he Is he going to drop him 20 to 8?
0: Well, I don't know. Hunter Renfro, right? Are we
1: Oh yeah, Hunter Renfro. Well, we bring that was him another back. one. He yeah. sucks
0: also. He does suck. He got cut twice uh three <laughs> times last year. Yes. That's what we're looking at. The, and so, yeah, they're different names, and you can be like, "Well, bring him home," but like they're all worse than Grisham. And so, let's say we get Renfro. He was worth point six war and 550 plate appearances last year. What'd he get paid? Uh, a, 12 million dollars last year. So, he, so
1: he'll get a cut. He'll get a cut. So, ten, ten million, six, nine million, nine million, let's
0: say it's a big cut because oh, he oh. sucks. Okay. We're still net minus like one and a half war almost. Yeah, replacing Grisham with him. We're just we're getting worse and worse. Each of these moves makes us worse. And there's no moves on the horizon to, to fix it. What do we do? We're, we're going
1: to win it for Peter. We,
0: That's we, what everybody says. It's magic. And, and with Complete the magic of Schilt, Pete. it'll be all different. Without Ryan Flaherty as offensive coordinator, it's just going to be like magic.
1: I don't see any scenario in which they're not battling the Giants for third place.
0: The Giants are going to get but, but, significant. The, what if the Giants, the Giants get Giants, Otani?
1: But the Giants, yeah, that's what I was, getting, yeah, I was just, just going to say. Our best case scenario right now is that we're battling the Giants for third place. Right now. Right. But like you said, we could hear that they've just signed Otani because they have a lot of money to spend. Yeah. and a Zaire, lot of
0: money. Yeah. is basically, his job is to bring excitement to the team right now. Yes, that's yeah. his shortcoming. And they, go, they got to right? run,
1: the, they have to r- ride this wave where they just got Melvin. Everybody's excited about yeah. that there. And now he's got to put that into players, and he's got the money to do it, though. Mm-hmm. He has the financial and flexibility. The he's Big got time. the
0: city to get Otani. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: uh, don't count on anything here. No,
1: yeah. I mean, if they get Otani, oh, my God. It's,
0: but yeah. here's, here's and, the main. And
1: also, they're interested in Snell, too, is what. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Well, Here's the main <laughs> thesis, though. Like, Imagine Snell just fucking us <laughs> for the next four years. <sighs> Like, that would, that, those would be the only games that he would get up for, you know? You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Like, he He'd would be, absolutely. He would, but the thing is, it'd be killer because he's still highly effective, but yeah. he is maddening to watch. Oh no. He works slow. Absolutely. And so, he's yeah. gonna own us, but the games oh. are also gonna be awful to watch. Yeah.
1: Oh, just <laughs> watch.
0: Just a double yeah. whammy. Yeah.
1: As we're striking out 16 times. You know that's happening. <sighs>
0: yeah. Here's what I, and, and this should be the framework that everyone looks at these moves. Don't look at this as how do we get back to the surface of the the pool, right? We're trying to get out of the pool. We're trying to go up. Yeah. If all we're doing is surfacing, we're, we're running back the same quality team that won 82 games last year, so, right? It, it, and everyone's a year older. Everyone doesn't get magically better. If you look at aging curves, they should get worse, okay? Yeah, right. Maybe some of the players do better. So maybe some don't. It's... It, at the point that you start being like, uh, well, we're going to bring back the same team or worse, but we're just going to count on everyone to be 25% better. That's what Josh Burns told us every year. It's it insane. Was, it was, uh, he'd run out his $40 million payroll that Morad was willing to fund, and he'd say, you know, we've got a puncher's chance. Uh, if everyone plays up to their highest level, we could be competitive, right? If everyone and plays some up players to their would, highest level. Some players would. Seth Smith was pretty good, right? But you can't count on... Twenty players playing above their standard achievement level. No. It doesn't happen. No. You don't win a twenty a twenty no. game parlay, right? No. no. It's, it's not the bet you want to make. And that's the position we're going to be pushed in really unless you drain the minor league system. Or you punt 2024. 20, or you come to the realization that they're punting 2024.
1: 20, so they punt 2024 20, and then and then Manny's a year older. Like, and, and, and Darvish is probably done. I, let, I wouldn't be surprised if Darvish, look, Darvish doesn't retire star- He was our
0: worst starter last year. Uh, but
1: I, I don't... I don't, I don't uh, there's a very real scenario in which he retires after this next sure, season. Sure, it's possible.
0: Injuries, right? you know? Yeah. And then, and
1: then you have Musgrove, who's another year older. Yeah. Bogart's another year older. Well,
0: and, and take it a step further. Uh, this gets into the Katsenda territory, yeah. right? The team's strategy for TV is uh-huh. to sell individual... Streaming packages for seventy dollars.
1: By the way, you got a really nice little uh, uh, shout out on Ben and Woods this
0: morning about that. Did I?
1: But your tweet about the uh, the uh, the
0: TV contract oh, situation. Well, I'm a tier sixty nine. I wasn't yeah. listening. <laughs> I was too busy listening to them talk about semantics. Yeah, for Woodsy. Ten, yeah, Woodsy, just yeah Woodsy just said, Riveting radio. Woodsy said I,
1: our beloved H.J. <laughs> Prowler had a great tweet about the uh,
0: the TV contract situation. It was a great tweet, but it's real, right? Yes. So so that's their strategy. They're going to sell me and I'll buy one, 90 bucks. Oh. This is much easier than me going through a stupid VPN yeah. and having separate Wi-Fi networks for the VPN and non-VPN.
1: But if we knew they were going to lose 100 games
0: this year, you and I are fucking buying that. I'm pirating it then. Oh yeah. I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a limit on what I want to pay. But but don't worry about me. Like I I, no. I I jump through hoops to get the team's games, right? But, but it's the cutwater crowd. The, the guys but, across the street. Yeah, the cutwater crowd. The you got race 2.0
1: you, crowd. You got to worry about them. Right. Whether they're going to pony up or not when they bucks. see that Soto's gone and that, uh, Morehone is your third starter.
0: <laughs> right. And now so much of the team's finances is tied up on either maintaining a hype level or actually being good. Okay. So like because, last
1: year, they, they, they were guaranteed $60 million last year, yeah. right? At, at the beginning right. of the season. Okay. And then this year, from what I've heard, uh, is that the guess, the, the guess is that they will, Get around twenty million.
0: That seems low. Well, okay. That's Here's the what guess. we know.
1: That that's the guess, and that's from somebody kind of high up. In.
0: Here's what I thought we knew. Um, wasn't in the bankruptcy filings for Diamond Sports Group. Weren't they losing thirty right. mil a year? Although their payments were probably lower each year, so that that could be. It still could bring that to about twenty million. Okay. But I think they said that they were losing thirty mil a year. Okay. okay. So that tells you that the cable operators that they sold to were paying. 20 mil, right? Counting advertising and all that. Okay. Um, So that means the team needs to make up, because they didn't expand their distribution at all. They didn't add their Padres network to YouTube TV. They didn't add it to the streaming platforms. It's not on Hulu TV. They didn't expand anything. They basically took the old contracts and just took it over from from DSG. Yeah. That's 20 mil. We know that. It's in the filings. That means they got to make up $30 million with these streaming packages. At least. I heard they sold 5,000? Think I heard five thousand? Maybe? Did you hear something similar? It 18. wasn't very many. But l- let's do the math on that. What's Kay. what's five thousand? Let's say ten thousand. Let's say they somehow sold ten thousand. Okay. Times were they seventy or ninety? How much are they? Somewhere between seven hundred thousand and nine hundred thousand. That's it. A million dollars or less. That's what they made from the streaming packages. If the team's bad, they're going to sell. See, this is what we always said about Fowler in the old days, right? He doesn't have to try, he doesn't need to put out a good payroll because the team makes like 100 million from shared revenues. That's from jersey sales and national TV stuff. And then they're guaranteed 60 mil from from Diamond, from Bally. Yeah. He could he could do nothing and he's still making a profit because he's getting a guaranteed 160 million. And so the team can operate in a way that's like f u fans, right? Yeah. Like we don't need to do this. Yeah. You'll get what you get, right? Cuz I get paid either way. The team doesn't have that anymore. They yeah. don't have the fact they they do have some, right? Some. But 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 that safety net's getting smaller. Yeah. They're losing the 60 million dollar safety net. Ticket sales highly driven by hype and performance, right?
1: And are we ever going to do better than we did last year?
0: No. Uh, Gruppner said in one of his interviews, "Like this is this actually is our theoretical revenue maximum. The
1: pinnacle, like that's the peak. and they lost that, money. That, that's the most you could wish for. Yeah, right. I,
0: I, I, I know. That they, was, and, I know they
1: didn't sell out every single game, but they came pretty with, fucking close. That was
0: with TV revenue and MLB back backfilling. Them. Yes, yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's no, it's not good. <laughs> and, but 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 what what it tells you is that." The team has to win, because if they throw go into rebuilding again, oh, look, uh, this was said, like the radio station lost money. They used to lose money on it, right? This was a dog contract for a long time. Yeah. Every, every radio station that took it on lost money with it. It was a prestige thing, not a, not a, a profit maker. Yeah. Um, TV's going to lose money, and yeah. now it's the team that's losing the money.
1: It's so like the fat cats, like Ben and Woods, can <laughs> hang out in the suite with all their
0: buddies. I uh, heard yeah. about that game. Jesus. Sure would have been nice to yeah. get an invite to that. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Real jealousy against New Media yeah. if you ask me. <laughs> um, look, there's a lot of risk because if the team loses interest of the fan base. And yeah. look, it's driven by hype. You see it every year. Completely. That's yeah. what AJ's good at, hype. But if you if you bring bring out a team this year that doesn't have that hype, how many subscriptions are they going to sell? Uh, how many seats are they going to sell? And that's it's like a it's like a perpetuating problem th- because Let's say they lose twenty percent of their interest this year. Okay, well that's now cut the revenues even more, and they're not going to be able to field a, as big of a payroll next year. Yeah. And with the way they're against the wall for the next like five years because of what AJ's done, it's like this self perpetuating problem that gets worse and worse every year. Well, and they, they've uh, I mean, it's horribly you, if risky
1: you, if you believe that wait list bullshit or whatever. But like obviously they've lost people uh, with the season ticket thing. Because some people are they seem to be trying real hard because it's they three, have a wait list. Yeah, it, they really are. Yeah. Uh, and so, so like that's, you know, I, I just see it as let, let's say they get off to a really rocky start or whatever. You know, those tickets that were getting eaten up last year because they were still a a, a shot or whatever, yeah. you know, th- those are going to drop for like the people that buy it like day of or whatever, you know, and then they go in and they and they buy a shirt and they buy, a hot dog and two Cutwaters or
0: whatever the fuck. Yeah.
1: Like, that's going to – that will fall off.
0: Well, and that's the, that's the pyramid scheme that AJ has been running, right? Yes. He, he takes this debt out for the future, and he keeps, keeps funding it with prospects, right? At some point, the prospects either run out or it's an unsustainable model that's going to topple on itself like a pyramid scheme, right? Yeah. That's what it is, right? He bar- keeps borrowing from the future, borrowing from the future, but eventually that credit line runs out. I don't know. Prospects don't hit. Uh, teams get wise to you when every prospect you trade ends up flaming out for them, right? You get this reputation and you can't, you, you just can't sustain what you're doing. And now you've got the revenue part of it. Like it's, I think you can't punt 2024. If you punt 2024 and this team starts off cold or looks like they're going to go 500 or worse, you can't keep sustaining what they're asking to sustain. Yeah. And, and it gets right. worse each year. It does. I just, I i haven't seen a compelling argument for we're going to trade Juan Soto and we're going to be better in 2024. I've seen arguments that we will be better in 2025, 2026. Which is fair. Look, I'll listen to it. Yeah. I'm not convinced of that. Right. Because I think the damage of punting 2024 has longer lasting effects. Yeah. Oh, no, yes.
1: Yeah, it, it, absolutely it, 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 does. Does. it absolutely does.
0: Eventually onto the baseball offside. Yeah. So,
1: which I wish they look. And, and, and I know this is this is totally uh, looking back and, but I I wish they would have punted 2023 when they had the chance because it, like even if you had got a decent starter out of, you know, a number five for Hater, a hater, hater yeah. or a, a number five for Snell right. or something like that because a number
0: five is worth ten million dollars yeah, in or, this market or,
1: or more. I mean, shit. What's uh, this dick at thirteen million bucks? He's fucking terrible. Yeah. Um. What's his name? I,
0: I, Wait, which one?
1: Yeah, there is so many uh, shit. Lance Land got eleven million dollars. Right. He's fucking garbage. We, who gives up home runs we left guffawed, and fucking, like,
0: guffawed at the Dodgers. For abs- getting g- him.
1: exactly. Absolute, tr- absolute trash. So, you if you had got that, that what 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 a huge di- like you wouldn't be in such a bad financial situation as you are right now.
0: Because every dollar counts. Every,
1: every if that's one dollar less counts. ten
0: million dollar player we have to sign, yeah. it's a big deal right it's now.
1: A, if the two hundred million dollar thing is real, it's a Huge deal, yeah. Because what they're saying, is, what what they're projecting is at one eighty nine if we keep Soto. Yeah, I mean, and, and you like, we like, dump Grisham, Jesus we get that down to one eighty
0: five. Yeah, um.
1: but, like the move with Barlow, like, because you you did that to save what six million bucks, mm-hmm. seven, I think, seven something like that. Yeah, like every obviously every dollar counts. Yeah, and if you could have just flipped Snell and Hader each for something, something. That would have been a huge help going for you. Fuck, even if you had gotten a really good backup catcher, <laughs> whatever, right. which you you need also, like just because right now we're looking, we're looking,
0: at, we're looking at Brett Sullivan. What,
1: what did we get out of it? What did, what did we get? We're getting comp picks or whatever. Oh, yeah. great! Fuck, fantastic. I, just, I, I
0: keep.
1: I know, and I know that's that's you know looking back, but but the trade deadline was a fucking disaster. Peter it, was dying.
0: I understand the psychological part of it. Of but, yeah,
1: know. but but okay, but okay. Let's let's say they they were like okay, Peter's dying. We we, we have to got to make a push here. We have to show that we're trying. Rich Hill, right? I'm like 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 okay. Right, we like, said this. It's not it's not
0: the decision. Yeah, that's you just go
1: full balls it's, in, it's, or you don't. It's the decision of who they got. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because uh, honestly, at the, at the end of the day, they got back Barlow, who they flipped, right? Sure. Okay. Good. Uh, and then everything, everybody else is a free agent, and and was pretty much trash. Uh, and then they got the that reliever from the uh, from the Marlins, Sean Reynolds, yeah. who by who- all for, by all accounts. Massively regressed once he became well, a San Diego Potter. Uh, once people, he got into our minor league, uh, people minor talk about him
0: like he's this guy in waiting. Like he just started pitching like two years ago. Well, but 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 he, from he what went, I, he was like an infielder.
1: From uh, what we heard from our beloved Mark Wilkins was yeah. that he was on the doorstep of the Marlins bullpen.
0: Yeah, and then fell apart. And then once he got here, could be the El Paso effect. I don't know. He's not a pitcher. He's an infielder learning how to pitch. Yeah. So I, I don't put too much stock in him. No. I don't have them in my long term plans. No, and we,
1: but the thing is like, and we, and we, and we need bullpen help. Yeah. But that's, it it doesn't seem like that's a guy
0: that we can count on next year. So. Yeah. Look, here's all I ask. Don't look at this as how do we we match what we had last year? Like, (laughs) we should be trying to get better. Yeah. Is, I'm is our super plan, excited about it,
1: another 82 yeah, and 80 years.
0: Is our plan to yeah. squeak into the yeah. wild card and yeah. lose? Yeah. Is that a win? Does right. that keep AJ's yeah. job? I, mean, I would argue it shouldn't. Only, and literally, baby, I mean, come on people. <laughs>
1: we we ended up 82 and 80. And the only reason that we fucking did that was because the last month of the season, we played the worst schedule, A fucking teams yeah. the, the entire way down the stretch.
0: Period. Yeah. It wasn't, th- that's not the true performance level of this team. No, not at all. Um, Wait, wait oh, you're saying the momentum doesn't carry to next? <laughs> oh, shocking, weird. Oh, hey, Corey, uh, this is actually a timely point. Everyone says that the best time to play ads is an hour and six minutes into the, uh, into the podcast. That's, oh, is that where we're at right now? I, yeah, I, don't worry. I have a degree in management sciences. I can tell you this is what they say is the best time.
1: Do you have them loaded?
0: I, I don't have the ad loaded. Oh, you don't so, have the ad letter. look. Look, okay. this is a new era for the Gwintelligence podcast. We've long said that we're the number one ad-free, completely free and ad-free podcast. Okay? However. Look, I don't know if you guys have looked at inflation. Have you seen the price of eggs? They're high. They're crazy. Even Even millionaires can't afford eggs these days. Oh, my God, no. Can you believe it? They're 75 cents higher. How do you deal with that? <laughs> Did you know milk is a dollar more? Poor Manny Machado. Um, look, times are tough. I hope he sells enough underwear that he can make <laughs> Ethica. up. Don't forget to look into their new Ethica sweatsuits that they're coming out with. <laughs> <coughs> look, it's a new it's a new era for the Quintelligence podcast. For years we've had advertisers lining up at the doorstep. Um, we're happy to announce that we have a new partner for this podcast, a new ad advertising partner. Um, they've secured someone who has made appearances on the show before. We're happy to to have this gentlemen endorse this product and look it's a product cor- look we're, we're not here to endorse anything look blue a- blue apron has come to us many times and i sent them away and said i've tried your product and i thought it sucked it was a lot of work i don't want i don't want our people to have to deal with that okay we sent those guys away uh, uh adam and eve has come here plenty of times you guys talk about dicks a lot <laughs> why don't you look at some of our products i said no i don't think that's what our audience wants and look sometimes there's a serendipity a serendipitous event happens and and these these folks came to us uh and so we are no longer the number one completely free and ad-free podcast we are the number one completely free podcast okay okay let's get to the ad look it's a product we Corey and i both believe in are we ready we're ready
2: Gentlemen, today I'd like to tell you about the Venus for Men, a high-tech, hands-free stroking machine. Its durable, portable, and quiet design allows you to adjust the stroke length and speed from 8 to 300 strokes per minute. And Venus for Men is the only product on the market that allows you to reach orgasm with or without an erection. The custom receiver provides you with a personalized fit to allow maximum pleasure with every use. Whether you're single or in a committed relationship, there are times when you could use a helping hand, sit back, relax, and let Venus take care of you.
0: Look, special (coughs) thanks to our... (coughs) (coughs) Special thanks to our sponsor, Venus for Men. (laughs) And Coach Kintera. He's not just an endorser, he's a customer. Look, most masturbatory <laughs> products won't be able to bring you to orgasm while flaccid, and the, the good folks at Venus have, have done the science, and if there's one thing we learned from the COVID crisis, it's to, it's to trust in the science, and, and the, the, the folks over there, it, it's a product we believe in. Brilliant engineering. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, guys, I'm sorry. We're not ad-free anymore, but I hope that many of you can, can enjoy this product yourselves.
1: But it's still a free podcast, though.
0: Yeah, totally completely free,
1: completely free. completely yeah. free. And so, basically, instead of looking at that as an ad, look at it as a as a tip. And by the way, uh, it's the holiday season. You're you're thinking about gifts. That's true.
0: Yeah. What better way to say "I love you"? Yeah,
1: the man in your life wants one of those.
0: Yes. Who wouldn't? Who wa- of course not. S- Coach on. Guterres said it. Sit back, relax. Oh my God.
1: You could you could sit there and use that in the Sparrow's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's portable, too. <laughs> Out on the Spiros, uh, uh patio, which looks like <laughs> like you're on a Greek island.
0: I don't hear Chris Ello getting that endorsement. Oh. That's just a statement for how far new media has come.
1: Oh, you forgot to rip Chris Ello, by the way.
0: <sighs> do you want to do that or no? Do, you, no? do you not care? What's this quote? Hold on. Look, it, just get ready for it. Look, Juan Soto's getting traded. Yeah. I don't want him to get traded, but at the point that local media, the flagship, uh, said uh, yesterday, quote... Padres can survive without Juan Soto. Uh, I'm not sold on his ability to be a good teammate. He's a diva. He, he only he, hits in August and September.
1: He has hated Juan Soto since the day he came. Right. All he does, he's shit on Juan Soto the Coach entire both, fucking him and Coach time both he's been did,
0: here. But Ello was worse. Oh, oh Ello was and way Coach, worse than Coach. Coach gets way worse than Coach. not only is Coach. I mean, this isn't just because he's a endorser on this show. Yeah, and is called in before. Right. <laughs> Coach at least listens and Braden, to his credit has always been pushing he's not the problem.
1: You know? Yeah, uh, C- coach Ello, shit on him like when he was struggling earlier or yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. But it was more like hey, he should swing more. He's it, it yeah. wasn't he's a diva.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then and then as he and then he realized okay, he's uh, obviously he's a stud. Yeah. yeah. But Elo has been consistently shitting on one yeah. so. And
0: everyone takes a dump on coach. Elo is 3 times worse. Oh my god. It's the- <laughs> always has been Oh. And it's made worse because Tony Gwynn Jr. doesn't show up to his job ever, and you're stuck with Scraby, who's too scared to oppose Elo, and it's just Elo. Yeah, yeah. Sucks. Painful.
1: Ugh. Who else? Who else do we need to rip before uh, we go? Oh, we also should uh, well, mention I Mark Wilkins. In those,
0: did you like my discreet uh, Wayne Partello rip Yeah, was that <laughs> well, good? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mark Wilkins. I've heard. Uh, I've heard good reviews. I've heard some positive feedback from some of the things we've said about him. Yes. Uh, his proportionality, his uh, immense size.
1: It's spreading all over town. Yeah. Oh.
0: And I've heard, I've heard that some, possibly some people might have sampled the wares. It's possible. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I cannot confirm or deny. A lot of reports of people yeah. going to the hospital with uh, shock. Yes. <laughs> uh, just, look, it's not for everyone, no, right? Not for everyone. No. But for those that it is, man. Oh, yeah. It's a roller coaster ride yeah. you want to take, is what I've heard.
1: Uh, we also have
0: we have one voicemail. Oh, our innovative Be, uh, voicemail segment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get to that. Yeah, uh, I've got it loaded here on the. We have a console. Yep. 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 Please load that up on the console. All right. Uh, all right. Let's hear. The, I, neither of us have listened to this yet. No, not okay. yet. Let's go. Hey,
2: bro! It's Don Trick calling in. Happy off season. We've had quite a shake up down here. There's a new sheriff in town. Mr. Cutsender I had a meeting with Mr. Cutsender of course everyone's been a bit nervous about him but I wasn't scared I started the meeting by saying here comes the Cutsender murderer private equity gangster murderer and he had a bit of a laugh at that then he said all right all right Mr. Tricker tell us what do you do for our organization and I said I'll slow your roll mate first you've got to have a bite are this mutton sandwich. I bet you've never had one like that. Of course, I'd put a bit of quaaludes in it to calm him down, but he was none the wiser. And he said, cool, that is a good sandwich. And then I said, listen, sir, I know you're making some cuts. I've got to tell you, I'm already vastly underpaid. I don't even make the league minimum. I only make half a million dollars a year. But I take a sunshine discount because I like your part race. Well, he liked that. And then I said, listen, mate. I've got a mate who can get you road beef in any city. And he really liked that. So I don't think that Don Trick is going to be going anywhere. Though we are going to have some cuts. Juan Soto. Seth Lugo. Maybe Fernando. I know the starting rotation is going to be different. We've got you. Joe. Adrian Moore at home, And you know what that means. It's Badonka Donka Clock! Melanie Morihone is gonna come back. Don't tell Big Miz, you'll have to let some juice out. Can you imagine Big Miz even trying to take Melanie on a date? Oh, Buenas noches, senorita. Do you have Chinese food in Latin America? I want to take you to Lucky's, and maybe I will get lucky. <laughs> and then we can go to Kelly Comfort and get some peach cobbler. And then maybe we'll go to Bancroft Avenue with beautiful Spring Valley. They have two Arcos there, one on each side of the street. You can pick one. <laughs> now speaking of petrol stations, I have a bit of a story for you. I've been spending quite a lot of time in Big Bear. I like it up there, even though it's a bit rustic. But the worst part about going up to Big Bear is having to go up the 215. You take the 215 and you have to go through Menifee. And they're horribly racist in Menifee. So it's a bit nerve-wracking driving through there. Well, the other day, I was driving through Menifee, and sure enough, my petrol was down on E, and I had to get off the freeway. So I pull off Clinton Keith Road, and I finally found a petrol station. Of course, it's a bit nerve-wracking. Lots of racist eyes on me. People with their goatees and their mullets and their monster energy drink hats. And I go to pay for my petrol. And I noticed next to the American flag cigarette lighters and the five hour energy, they had some pills. And those pills said, long lasting endurance and enhanced performance. Well, I was intrigued by that because maybe the lads could use these pills. So I asked him, hey mate, tell us about these pills. I've got a rugby squad. I wonder if they would like them. And he said, well, I don't know about your ruggers, but I do know that our motocross chaps love these pills. So I cleared him out of his supply. Looking forward to giving these lads these pills in the springtime. We'll see what they get up to with them. Anyway, got to go. Merry Christmas to you lot. Corey and H.J., the best in the biz. Take care.
0: Wow, great to hear Don Tricker check in. The director of player health, I think, for the Padres.
1: And he's going to be handing out boner pills. And that's good. How many wins do you think that's worth? A lot of
0: increased blood flow. Yeah. Look, if there's one thing I've said... Fernando Tatis needs more sexual performance. (laughs) Higher sperm count, more fertility, less prophylactics. That's exactly what he needs. Exactly what we've all said he needs.
1: absolutely needs that.
0: He's going to populate an entire team someday. Holy shit. Special thanks to Don Tricker for calling in. Great to hear from the front office. We are the only media outlet that the Padres Director of Player Health calls into talks to you regularly yeah yeah everyone else gets stuck with boring aj and even more boring group <laughs> the only people to get katsenda are, are are like the, the rawlings board meet yeah, every, board of trustees board of directors meetings yes wow wow great thank great you. contributions here thank you don and thanks special, for calling special in again. thanks to, to uh, venus for men as well for yes. sponsoring this thank podcast you. thank you so much uh, and for
1: coach to, for and coach and yeah to, yeah really means a lot that. to hear
0: uh uh uh, the only live and local podcast, completely local uh, po- uh, radio show. Well, sorry.
1: he he is the he is the host of the most interactive talk show <laughs> in Southern California. <laughs> yeah. Would you? Would you? I've it, heard that. It, yeah.
0: yeah. Look, you can't say it if it's not true. We have we have truth and advertising laws. Here, exactly. Here, in the, yes. The, yes. The good yeah. old United States of America. Yes. Yeah. All right, Corey. Well, it was an uplifting podcast about how the Padres have no future and every single path available to them leads to a worse team next year. So, uh, really pleasing, really fun to talk about. I, I hope the last 10 minutes of laughter
1: was worth the, <laughs> the first hour of just, just,
0: just depressing, shampooing each other verbally yes, at the table about how
1: bad it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Corey.
0: I don't know when we're going to do this again. There's a chance of a Preller Palooza isn't winter meetings next week. So, uh, we can see. There could there's a chance I am uh, we're in town. There's no more traveling. Yeah, they're we're right, available they're, yes. for an emergency podcast. An emergency podcast.
1: Once the Soto trade happens,
0: when it happens, when yeah. it happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so go Padres. Go Padres. Go Padres. <clears throat>